The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to the panel discussion. I am here recording from outer space. As always, one of your hosts, Greg Knowlton. And I'm Matt Johnson. Yes, uh, you know, the, 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 the ever-loving sidekick of Greg. I'm, I'm, I'm still here. And here's Will, and I'm finally going <laughs> to indulge you with my last name. Wait for it. It's Smith. This is Will Smith, I thought you but I'm not Skywalker. as famous. I, I am. Skywalker. I, I was going to say Skywalker, but a homeless woman didn't walk by <laughs> in a sand planet to ask me my last name. Well, my family name is Smith. And uh, yeah, that's Will Smith. I'm not as famous or charismatic, but I do my darndest. I'd watch you as the genie. You can dance. I, no, I can't. You believe you can, and that's what matters. After a few pints of alcohol sure but okay <laughs> getting off subject greg come on take well, it yeah well yeah well first and foremost greg welcome back to the show yes uh, congratulations yes congratulations on being a father i for some reason forgot to uh tell everybody that you were a father until like, no you it was just 20, delayed, it was 20 minutes yeah it was like 20 minutes in. i was like i started off the episode high. i was like yeah greg's not here uh because of circumstance because of circumstances <laughs> <He's> dead <laughs> Mike is not here. And then 20 minutes later, we were talking. I was like, maybe I should tell people that Greg is a dad. So uh, officially on podcast form, congratulations, my friend. Yes. Thank you. Ezra's, Ezra's baby child. Ezra's a handsome little dude. I got to hold him. And uh, he's, 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 he's cool. He's got his lucha pose already. He's I, I won't hold your child. I'm sorry. I didn't hold my children until they were like six months. Oh, he's already wearing, I don't do like, that. <laughs> I was scared. Oh, wearing, like, it's terrifying. I was scared. It's terrifying. Because uh, as wonderful as Greg's wife, Autumn, is, she scares me sometimes. She's a little intimidating <laughs> in a respectful way. <laughs> oh, so I was like, oh, that's, my God. That's a good woman. If I, if I move the wrong way with this baby, she gonna, she's going to beat me. And <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Mother? You see the way Karen I Karen Anofsky's mother. <laughs> Did you not want to just carry him off with a crowd of people? <laughs> As Jennifer Lawrence is screaming <laughs> in fear. That's the most traumatizing thing I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, my goodness. I was half tempted. but that's because Greg, you know, made a beautiful little little guy. So, um, yeah, he, he's, he's pretty handsome. So, uh, I'm looking forward to his podcast debut. I mean, he's going to be doing some podcasts probably like next week. Just Perfect. screaming into the mic for an hour. Perfect. Oh, I can't wait for that. Just star- Just starve <laughs> him. Just starve him. Don't give him food like he did when I was over and just let him scream. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, everybody, we are back. And, uh, yeah, no, Mike is still. Mike is supposed to come back soon, maybe uh, in a couple weeks for Spooptober, which starts. It's our Ooh. month of... With our month of Halloween and horror and monster-based comic books, I'm really, really excited for that. Um, that starts in two weeks. But uh, we got a, there's a lot of news. There's a lot of news from this weekend. Yeah, there, uh, there I mean, is. I'm pretty there, happy. There's more than I thought. Yeah, Will, you want to kick us off? Uh, well, first things first. I mean, if we're talking about comics uh, and comic-based movies, I mean, first thing, you got to talk about the WandaVision trailer. So cool. Looks Yay. amazing. Um getting huge i don't know if this is too obscure but i'm getting huge like david lynch vibes from the show yes, like for sure like the uh the uncertainty with suburbia 
Uh, I mean, the fact that Kitty from that 70s show was in it for a bit and Robert that Redford. Cool. That was a nice time. Oh, that was so good. So good. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. Um, I think you said Robert. The One of the guys from like the Gilmore Girls is in it. There's a whole bunch of like classic sitcom actors in it, which I That's, think they're doing on purpose. Oh, I, I, yeah, for sure. And I mean, and just the unsettling, like uh, uh, seeing Vision in his... <laughs> in his classic oh, costume. Oh, yeah. Same thing with, with Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. I... Uh, Neither of them looked good. No, other, they but, shouldn't. And they shouldn't. Yeah. But it was really cool for me to see these characters in their classic costumes. Just paying homage to those early days. Yes, for nobody, sure. Nobody, and, and, and the uncertainty you saw in Paul Bentley's character, like, why am I? Like, uh, why am I here? Right. And, mm-hmm. like, and the, but the, the coolest thing was, like, I, I, I mean, this wasn't supposed to be our first Marvel Studios Disney Plus show. No, but I think it's going it's to not. be. It's going to be. It's yes, going to be. They, did, they did delay... Uh, they announced, I believe, next year, I want to say February. Okay. We're expecting Falcon and Winter Soldier, but they delayed that because of the reshoots and the fact that apparently it has close ties to the Black Widow film. So they didn't want to release it and That's spoil fair. some of the stuff there. But, uh, I mean, the shots of Vision flying, they look like they're from a movie, mm-hmm. not a television show. That's what I'm going to give them a lot of yes. credit for because uh, a lot of times these TV shows, like the, a lot of the shows on CW, you can see the CGI is like, yeah, it's not up to snuff. Like you'd be like, okay, this doesn't look very good. Exactly. Where Marvel, obviously, this is Disney is a huge enterprise, mega corporation, and they got the money to to really put this thing together. But yes, it looked like it was cut right from Infinity War or yeah. Avenger, or, you know, any of the Avengers mm-hmm. film. And it was it was refreshing to see. I'm like, I'm okay. I'm glad you guys are going all out on this. You're actually treating this with respect. Uh, so. Yeah, I was, I was, I mean, we still don't know what's going on. No, which, it's, which it's completely best. ambiguous, which excites me even more. Which is the, yes. it's the and best was, part. Go ahead, Greg. There was a couple things. There was that like eraser head vibe. You mentioned David Lynch, where they're all sitting around the table in the black and white, like eraser head was made to make people uncomfortable. And I, when they're, there's that scene where they all stop and are looking at each other in the black and white. That's exactly the vibe I got. But then there's also, already speculation that uh katherine han's character is possibly nightmare because yes, they keep showing her in these really weird scenes throughout that trailer and that's I was like, that's the cool. witch's hat makes sense the witch's hat and then the, well, the, the little dialogue she had with vision like am i dead no yes well how am I, you're dead how am i seeing you like i mean i'm I'm, is, I'm no yeah i know what you're saying that it's uh, not verbatim, but that was kind of the idea. I think idea. it was kind of like yeah. that. Now, who's supposed to be the villain in, in uh, Doctor Strange? Nightmare is it's supposed to be Nightmare. Yes. So they said this was this supposed was to be a direct up. lead yes. in to Multiverse of Madness, which is a great segue because there's articles about uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with Sam Raimi at the helm. And they're, uh, there's heavy speculation. They're going cuckoo. They're going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs with this. Yeah. They're talking Tom Cruise yeah. being as Iron Man. I they're was talking... Getting uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name from the original Spider-Man with Sam oh, Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Toby Maguire oh, yeah. coming back. I mean, that was always speculated, but now it's like if you they're they're talking Tom Cruise as Iron Man in a small role, which I think that was originally supposed to be. The he casting. was supposed to be the original Iron Man until they went Robert Downey Jr. way. Thank goodness. I I talked about this with uh, Greg at, through Messenger. It's really cool because right now we're getting all that speculation. But a lot of people, I don't think, oh, are yeah. seeing the comparison. Uh, the Flash is getting. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're Same both, thing. They're oh, both yeah. trying to one up each other. Oh yeah. Nervous. This is like this is gonna be um, Justice League trying to get to the punch before Batman versus Superman getting to the punch before Civil War. Yes. This like the Flashpoint movie yeah. and this Multiverse of Madness. It's gonna be the same yeah. arms race. 
we might get Nicolas Cage Superman in yes, the Flashpoint yes, movie. Yes, I did hear that. Like, yes, which is fantastic. Like, oh, they're, well, they're talking Christian they're Bale, talking, too. Christian yeah, Bale and Batman. Kilmer and Clooney. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I they want to bring I, them all I, back. I can't see. I can't see Kilmer in the state that he's in. It's depressing. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of CGI work. I know he's he's like he's he's healthier. I would say again, like yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> but oh, that's rough to see uh, Mad Mardigan in that that state of affair. Uh, but either way, I'm sure they'll do some stuff in post. Oh jeez, there Fix was also a post. rumor going around with um, with Multiverse of Madness that. Because it's so magic based, instead of getting him in Black Panther, that we may get Doctor Doom or allusions to Doctor Doom in Multiverse of Madness. So that's been one of the things too, is they may set his relationship relationship up with Strange through that. Sorry, no, I was just looking up a picture of Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's um, in rough shape. He looks so awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he looks like Adam West did before he passed. Oh, uh, I wouldn't even. I think Adam West. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, but I mean, it's I'll cool. Like it, it reminds me very much of Batman v Superman and Civil War. Mm-hmm. It was like you could tell who's coming out first to try to take the box office. Unfortunately, uh, DC just jumped the gun at the expense of their story. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. They certainly did. Uh, do we know? Do we know when the release dates are for both those movies? No, I, I they might have like done it, but I'm sure everything's just speculative They've at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair, but uh, like, exciting on the multiverse of madness. I realized this while I was talking to my mother the other day. I was like, "Man, you know where they missed the mark? Can multiverse of madness rewrite Iron Fist, and instead of it being what's his face, I can't even think of his name right now, it just be Keanu Reeves, Finn Jones? Yes. No, Keanu Reeves is too old. I'm sorry, but he but he can do it. He's just an old. He's old man Iron Fist. <laughs> Just CGI I, and back to Matrix, Keanu Reeves. No, because you got to rely on that too much. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not yeah. a huge – like, Keanu, I feel like there's a role for him in the MCU. Don't get me there wrong. There is now. I just don't want it to be Iron Fist. I want it to be – He could have been. Stick. Now there's other <laughs> things. Let he him be, be stick. Way better. <laughs> he would be an awesome stick. He would, he would be, be an awesome stick. He honestly would be. Yeah. Like, like, I'm, like he's just – He's not virile enough for me for Iron Fist because it's going to be like fair. a one in like and, and his schedule is so busy. I feel like he doesn't, he, I don't want him carrying a, a major role. Like he's got to be a supporting role. That's right. why I think stick. I would think be great. that's fair. There's a, there's a couple things he could definitely pull off for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, think, literally I just I thought of stick in two seconds. So <laughs> I'm like, no, that's great. There, there we go. <laughs> so that's some cool. Uh, MCU news. I think there's some other stuff going on. Um, I, I just Up did. I mean, this this brought joy to my heart, and I'm sure it will for you too, Greg. But uh, I just saw a picture from the set of Jurassic World Dominion. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And it's the original trio. Yes. Of to, to Laura Dern. Or vote, vote, vote. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's even better. Yeah. Because you, uh, you get Sam Neill, and you get Laura Dern wearing a nice mask that reminds us that we need to vote. And then you get Jeff Goldblum wearing a mask that just says, clever girl. <laughs> That's amazing. I did see that. So much joy. So much joy. There is, I mean, they have, cause they haven't really, I mean, I'm sure they've hung out. They might have hung out before, but together, like us as fans, we haven't seen them on screen together since, since Jurassic Park. Yeah. 93. The I mean, we, yeah. we, we got a reunion with Sam Neill and Laura Dern in Jurassic Park three, but that was kind of like, I mean, they weren't on an Island with dinosaurs. They were having dinner. 
right with yeah, Laura Dern's so new husband. Short. Yeah, um, I hope it's better. Like, I hope they treat him better. I hated Jeff Goldblum's role in the last one. Uh, oh, I mean, that was just that was just simply a slap in the face. If we could say clickbait for a movie, oh, that was clearly sure. that for sure. Um, yeah, and he even acknowledges it. He's like, "Yeah, I wanted more, but that's all I could do." <laughs> um, but there, there's also been like I remember they they did interview Jeff Goldblum, and he said there's a scene where all three of us are together and our lives are in peril, and it's kind of like a uh, uh, cleansing of our souls, like getting to know each other in this moment where we don't think we're making it out. Right. right. So, um, yeah, just to see those three, like I, if they get Timmy, Oh, uh, the whole, the whole. Lexi. Yeah. Oh, I mean, even in a supporting little like cameo, that would be something. fantastic. Three. Cause I don't see oh. them going. I don't <laughs> see them going back to any more after this. Uh, apparently they they have plans for the future still after this. Oh, do they? They do. I'd be curious to see what it is. I just I started Camp Cretaceous. It's very I finished it. So I'm I'm only four episodes deep, like Indominus just got loose. Okay. But I really like it. It's super simple. It's very like Scooby Doo, someone said, with like how the characters are developed. But I'm enjoying it. I'm having a good time watching it. And um it'll, Matt, I'll continue to watch it. Matt asked me my my opinion about it, and I said like it was uh it was a normal like tween cartoon show, like cartoon yeah. show geared toward tweens where at first like i didn't want I'm, i was like these kids need to die like you're making <laughs> such stupid decisions like yeah. you're a dinosaur expert and you're gonna climb into a pen with velociraptors to try to i, I get it you're trying to save this to get a kid cell phone you, like i'm sorry like like uh, i'm like i want you to die i want you to die um yep. and the fact that um they 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 because the characters are so one-dimensional in the first and the yes. second it's like i'm a hee-haw texan and I'm I'm a rich prick, and I'm a I'm, I'm scared a, of I'm, everything. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm terrified of my own shadow. Like they're so <laughs> one-dimensional. But like as the show progresses, they obviously develop more. The relationships develop yeah. more, and it's something. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there there I'm assuming there is going to be more with the way that the show ended. And Bumpy's oh, yeah. the best. And, I don't know if you've met Bumpy yet. I haven't yet. No. I have Bumpy met Bumpy. is He's the adorable. baby Ankylosaurus, which Aww. Ankylosaurus has always been my favorite dinosaur. Has it? Oh, it's so good. It's like a tank. It's a walking tank. But instead of a gun, it's, it's got a tail that hits you. Uh, Bumpy's cute, Bumpy too. Is, and... Bumpy's awesome. And uh, there's so many intertwining things with the original Jurassic World where it, it, it's, yes. it's very cool. There's a lot of like Easter eggs. Like Deering's like, kids were supposed to be, or Deering's nephews were supposed to be part of it. Yes, and yes. I mean, even you could tell it was made for fans in the very first episode when he's playing, the, Darius is playing the video game. And he keeps dying, yep. he keeps dying, he keeps dying, he keeps dying. He goes back to the raptor bones and he finds the resignating chamber of the velociraptor yep. and he blows into it. Like, I'm sorry, nobody watches Jurassic Park 3 on a willing <laughs> basis over and over and over again. I have, because I just love I did when it first came out. It was actually the first one I owned and kind of seen starting yes. to finish. So. Yeah. So the fact that like I saw the resignating chamber, I'm like, oh, he's going to blow into it. That, that, that. It was just oh, yeah. totally fan service galore. And they mentioned cool. the Siberian, the mammoth, which was yes, from yes. Jurassic World, like the some of the what's the word I'm looking for advertising. Even that even, website with so oh, they yes. did a lot. They also uh, when the one girl snuck into uh, Henry Wu's office, um, yeah. there was a picture of the Spinosaurus going back to Jurassic yeah. Three. And uh, Alan Grant told me that that wasn't on InGen's list. <laughs> yeah. 
That's yeah, right. <laughs> that is true. It was cool. It was really cool. And and speaking of things I'm watching right now, um, Gullo had told me to, I kind of started to get bored of the Arrowverse and like the Flash and the Arrow shows and even Legends of Tomorrow was too much for me. Uh, but he's like, you need to sit down and watch Stargirl. So Stargirl just finished recently the first season and it has been signed on for a second season. Um, but it is completely about the JSA and man, is it good. I really like, it's like super bubblegum superhero. Uh, it's got like classic DC comic heroes, like the mid Dr. Midnighter, um, Johnny Thunder, uh, Stripes and Starman, Stargirl, um, and Luke Wilson is Stripesy, which is super cool. <laughs> so it's a really, it's a really cool show. I've, I've been enjoying it. Some classic villains, including Solomon Grundy uh, and the Dragon King. So it's, it's definitely been one I was like, wow, this is this feels like I'm watching a comic book and doesn't feel like it's kind of trying as hard as some of the shows. Is it live story. action? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. I've heard I've, that's on my to-do list as well as Doom Patrol. I've heard nothing but good things on Doom yeah. Patrol. Doom Patrol is what, HBO Max? Yeah. 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 It was on yeah. the streaming service. Now it's on Max. Okay. Um, but I've heard great things about Doom Patrol, and I, that's been on my to-do list. I was a little speculative. Yes. I started with Swamp Thing, which was great. Unfortunately, it's been canceled. <laughs> Uh, due to tax evasion, craziness, taxness, <laughs> tax evasion, those taxes, IRS, Irwin R. Shyster, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, sp- speaking of those shows, too, uh, it's now that Supergirl's finishing up after uh, season six, yeah. next season, which is fine, is all it. I, I heard, I haven't heard too many good things about it. I know it was Amy- really good for a while, but again, in the words of Gullo, it became, why isn't this villain my friend? And it just stinks because well, she's a good car. Aren't they like doing a spinoff? They're doing a Lois and Clark with the Superman from Supergirl. Which, yeah, Tyler Holkin and Betsy Tulich, who I really like both of them. So I'm cool with that. Yeah. And it's supposed to be about like them with kids. It's not going to be another Lois and Clark adventures. Hey, like you don't Dean speak. Kane. It's like. You don't speak kindly about, <laughs> unkindly about Dean Kane and Terry I Hatcher. Love, I <laughs> love that. that. I really do. That's my first like superhero show I watched. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, it's not good on rewatch though. (laughs) Sure, but but it's gonna be a little more like advanced. It's gonna be a little farther on. They're probably gonna have Connor and stuff like that in there. So I think it'll be cool. It'll be cool. Yeah, something different. Mm -hmm. Trying to look at Um, yeah. I think you got a couple more things. I'm uh, the the only other thing I had uh, was toy news. Um, This this weekend is HasLabCon. Um, which is Hasbro's kind of answer to Comic-Con. Um, they did release some visuals of some of their exclusive toys, um, some of which are like passable, some of which are must-haves. Um, but I have the schedule here. It is going to start, which I don't like this. Um, I mean, HasLab has a membership where you pay X amount of dollars per month to be a member of this community. What are the perks of it? They're just, uh, just you get, um, for instance... This con starts Hug. the 24th for non-HasLab cons. So it's kind of like a fast pass where you pay, you get to the head of the line. Okay. If you're a HasLab member, you can purchase the exclusive content on the 22nd or 23rd rather. Okay. Uh, if you're not, if you haven't paid that $50 um, fee, then you have to wait till the 24th, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, yeah. so the 23rd, yeah, uh, if you're a premium early access to convention exclusives, you can buy them. But it is they are at least limiting it one per customer. Okay. But I don't have to tell you. I mean, these exclusives that go on, especially con exclusives, they're usually like good luck getting one. 
Oh yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, they 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 come in and people just double up like they, they upcharge I've, prices. Yes, I've had I've had instances where I try to buy something the minute it hits the web, and ten seconds later, I'm told it's sold out. Right. Yeah. So and that's Tesla a little frustrating. For people is like their Hasbro's specific crowdfunding site. So they've made they have like a twenty six inch. Um, yes. Marvel so I, Sentinel I, on there. I'm sorry. This a is, Unicron. It's, it's uh, HasLab is different. I am sorry. You're right. It's Hasbro Pulse. Okay. This is called Hasbro oh, Pulse. Hasbro Pulse. Okay. So that's more for the general community. But you're right. HasLab is the crowdfunded one where they've done. Which, uh, they did Jabba's sail barge yeah, to yeah, scale yeah. in three and three quarters, which I believe was and something like. I mean, it's beautiful. I've seen it, uh, oh, but yeah. uh, it's taking up your entire coffee table. Yeah, <laughs> and um, they did. Um, there's been some cancels, um, but Hero Quest. They're re-releasing Hero Quest, which is pretty cool. Yes, yes, I did see that video, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so the 24th is when everything goes live for non-Hasbro Pulse Premium members, um, which is going to be 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I know for myself, I will be trying to get uh, a nice little box set called Louis bad night which mm. comes with a lewis tully action figure and vince clortho chasing him down <laughs> that's amazing gotta love lewis tully that's uh the exciting. 25th is and when they're gonna have um more con stuff so they're gonna have um uh wizards magic the gathering mm -hmm. um presentation dungeons and dragons presentation <laughs> nerds <laughs> Which you're a jerk because I collect both magic and I play. I know you do. That's, why, that's partially why I said this. But I host a comic. I, I host a comic book podcast, anyways. I'm just as big of a dork as everybody else. So they are also going to have their Hasbro Star Wars panel, uh, their Star Wars Has Lab panel, and their Star Wars Entertainment panel. Um, now the 26th, they are having and the Marvel panels on the 25th. Yes, yes, the Marvel panel. You're right. Uh, the 26th, we got G.I. Joe, we got Ghostbusters, we got Transformers, uh, all that good stuff. Um, and then we do have some uh, guests coming in like John Cena, Ernie Hudson, um, Jason Reitman, which I'm curious to hear about him because Ghostbusters Afterlife was supposed to come oh, out this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. He's the, the writer, director, the man behind the vision. So I'm curious to see and hear about what he, what he's going with. I mean, Hasbro's gotten some backlash because i mean it's weird to me because they're one company but certain lines they handle so well they distribute yep. so well and some lines they look they, like what are you doing like and star wars has been a big like what are you doing like you can't like there's nothing when you go to the store for star wars but marvel's okay the ghostbusters line have, excellently transformers yeah. is everywhere uh the geo joe uh, sorry the gi joe line is kind of similar to star wars where it's like you can't find it if I have to see another gung ho, I'm gonna get crazy. That's all I can find is gung ho. Yeah. Uh, so it's strange friend. how the um, same company just like some lines they handle spectacularly, and some lines it's yeah. like they're just uh, twiddling their thumbs. Like, oh, duh, I don't understand why people <laughs> want the Mandalorian. Like, but then Baby Yoda, they flooded the market. You can't go anywhere without seeing yeah. Baby Yoda. It's yeah, it's taken over. We have so, a friend um, on, um, on Podcasters, our D&D show that, that is produced by the network, who actually is one of the social media guys from Hasbro. So we'll have to yell at him and tell him it's his fault. 
Yeah, for sure. Tell them. I want more Star Wars toys. Like the vintage, I, I want more vintage collection. Um, yeah. Which yeah. is, they're awesome because they're the three and three quarters, super articulated, super great sculpt. And they put them on the old Kenner card backs. Ooh. And That's I, been my thing lately. You're not, you don't have a soul like all, if you open those. <laughs> my sister all got me that one. I won't touch it. Oh, it's a speeder. It's a land speeder, but I won't touch that yeah. thing. That land speeder is probably worth what you paid for it. <laughs> I did not pay for anything. Okay, so but yeah, that's it was exactly. a gift. I, I'm standing the same. It was a reprint, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Probably that's, worth nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to unload my power of the four Star Wars. They are worth less than what I paid for them back in '95. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, my sister got that for me. She's like, "Did you open it?" Yet? I'm like, eh, "It ain't worth anything." But I like the box a lot. It's yeah, a nice, exactly. it's a nice box. It is honestly. It is. It's so. nice and retro. I wouldn't open it either. No. No. The toy inside's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a loose one, I'll give it to you for free. Yeah, okay. Bring yeah, it here. I'll bring it in next time. I'll condense these guys. We'll make a whole Star Wars section on, on our little um, not weight-tested uh, display, display <laughs> show. I did, I did also see some of the uh, Funko Pop New York City Comic Cons that are coming out. Uh, some are shared exclusives. I will be trying to find Fezzik from Princess Bride. It's a big fig. It's I six inches. That, yeah. Uh, I oh I I I have a doubt. The guy, the guy, you know, he's he's hunting down the man with six fingers. Something Montoya. Uh, I can never pronounce this. Anigo Montoya. Yeah. Thank Anigo, you very yeah. much. I have him. It's, um, it's I my need a favorite movie that's to go with I, him. No. Um, so that that's an Amazon. So I'll be trying to get that one. The only other one that piqued my interest was uh, unfortunately a Funko Shop uh, exclusive, which is Snake Plissken. Mm, that's a good one, though. Love me some Kurt Russell. Uh, that's really all the toy news, but uh, those aren't probably going to go on sale till the eighth of October. Okay. Whereas has coming up quick, it's yeah, coming up quick. Uh, has Hasbro Pulse is this weekend, so that'll be uh, batting down the hatches. Get on your phones, get some stuff. Get Buy some, some stuff. Very good. That's that's exciting. I I like new toy stuff, but yeah, has pick it up with the Star Wars. Oh, they also do have a Power Ranger panel as well. The Power Power Rangers Lightning series has been really cool. I'm mad I didn't jump on it at the start. It's one of those series, like, I've seen stuff, and I'm like, I want that, but I can't get the Green Ranger now. So if I can't have them all, I know that rabbit hole. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to buy the Yellow Ranger, and I'm going to just buy them all now. And some of those are are hard to get on the second market, and they're pretty valuable now. Right, right. Okay. Very good. I'm surprised you're not going to jump on that FYE exclusive uh, Stitch as a Baker. Ah, I have too many stitches as it is. That's I mean, why I, I thought you'd I, get more I, at this point. I, no, I have too many. I mean, my <laughs> wife, I, I used to get them for my wife, and now she's just like, oh, another fun cow. <laughs> I'm like, I bought it. Like, I, I, I paid that, 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 pay, that price with the Halloween one last year at FYE, oh, and I hunted that thing down. Like, I went to all the malls to get the darn thing. I get it. I give it to her. She's like, oh, yeah, he's a bat. <laughs> Yeah. I got her the one from Box Lunch where he's with the ducks because I know she loves that That's scene where one. he's like reading with the ugly duckling book and I gave it to her and she's like, oh, <laughs> That's how my that's why my my mom is with Elvis stuff. Sure, she's like, Oh, get me all the Elvis stuff. And then one time, I think for her birthday, I bought her but I bought her a ton of cool Elvis like memorabilia and stuff that I yeah, found. Yeah. And she actually told my dad to tell me to stop buying her Elvis stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I was the same way with my mom with Neil Diamond. Like I'd buy her Neil Diamond stuff all the time. And she's just like, <laughs> Is this a new album? 
Yeah. His voice ain't great anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's it's not. It's gravelly, but come on, oh it's Steel Diamond. Uh, but yeah, like I, I don't hunt the stitch stuff anymore because my wife is just like it's not the effort I put in, I don't get any like brownie points. <laughs> Way to go, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like I get uh, there's a necklace that I liked, but uh, yeah, I'll take this plastic. Thank you. You can put it on a string for her. I yeah. should. Some dental floss. Yeah, make make them unbelievable. Yes, <laughs> definitely do that. Oh, this fun, this Magneto Funko's awesome. Is that the zombie the one? Venom exclusive. The Venomized one. Oh, the Venomized one looks good. Like I feel like they could just they could redo like between the Marvel Zombies and the Marvel Venomized, they could just do like a hundred pops. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. For they're, sure. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. Pump, the pop guys are pretty they're pretty smart. But uh all right everybody, I think that covers all the news. I had plenty of that. Let's, that was uh, a lot of news. It was a lot of news. Good news. Lots oh, of good oh, news. Gosh. Let's read some uh let's read some comics so. Who uh, wants to go first? Uh do you want to continue? I will. I'll, I'll go. I got my book ready to go. Okay. Alien number 3. Oh yeah, we got to continue this. Uh, this is the 3 of 5. So it is a 5 comic series. Stuff is getting real. Okay. So they got a xenomorph embryo in a nice little tube. They're discussing that this thing is they're 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 finally all these new characters are realizing that this is a weapon of mass destruction. It's not anything like that. Anything other than that. Uh, we see Bishop with legs, and he's a little concerned that he's been altered. But you're not really sure if he's concerned that he's been altered by the people that fixed him and reattached his torso to his new legs, or if he is concerned about being altered that the fact that he had a huge xenomorph egg grown out of his belly. Oh. So it's, it's kind of vague. You're not really sure. He's playing it aloof. We also find out in this that Bishop's had his memory selectively wiped. So there's hmm. certain things he remembers. Uh, there's a nice little line where he says, um, they're asking him if he remembers anything about the alien xenomorph. And he has a nice little quip where he says, I just remember the line. That's pretty good even for a human but I don't understand the context, which I believe that's a line he uttered in Aliens when he was given Ripley props for taking down the Queen. I love, I do, I, I love it. Sometimes it's really cheesy, but I, I, when they do drop like movie lines in comic books, it's like, it, sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like, uh, I know what you're going yeah, for. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's played. So um, we also find out that two of the scientists that are examining some of the eggs that they are cloning there. So they, we are now found out that they are trying to clone some of the xenomorph. Um, and they're concerned with the quality of the research that they're doing as far as um, it being done properly. And they talk about the pressure in the tubes, which mm -hmm. comes into play because lo and behold, the pressure in the tubes was not appropriate. So it explodes and it hits one of the scientists as well as, the, as one of the CEOs. They go down to uh, quarantine. They're getting scrubbed down. They seem to be okay. Great. Uh, then we get a nice little scene with Newt and Hicks where Newt tells Hicks that she's going to uh, Oregon with her grandparents. We see her with comatose Ripley where she's saying that she is staying with her grandparents in Oregon and she's leaving her a map. So if Ripley wants to come visit, she can. Um, and then we get a nice little line with uh, 
Newt, when she goes to leave, she tells Hicks that she's going to have a good time with her grandparents, and she gives him thumbs up with the affirmative line. Another call back to aliens. Uh, then we get some uh, dialogue where we realize that the two scientists that were concerned with the, I guess, the moral uh, process of cloning the xenomorphs, they're let go from the project. They are now going to have Bishop take over. Uh, we also see a scene with some of the wreckage that they took away from the damaged spaceship and they've brought in, there's a xenomorph in there. But this is a kind of a callback to episode or issue two. When they found this wreckage, one of the, uh, the uh, mechanics pulled out a jacket and he says, what the heck is this thing? And it was like a tattered jacket. Right. Kind of going back to some of the stuff they did in issue two, where they're talking about how the, the xenomorph DNA, it just destroys DNA and replicates it in its own form. I remember saying that. So yeah. we're not sure if it's a normal alien or if this is the guy that was turned into a xenomorph. Um, and then from there, we find out that this alien is running roughshod over the... Um, engineering quarters the mechanical quarters it's just going nuts it's killing people it's going normal alien styles xenomorph uh it's we see that just like in the second issue where they said they they, they uh talked about how any xenomorph has the ability to become a queen so we see some people being kind of strung up in that goop uh being harvested some of their chests have exploded so we're seeing that some of these guys have been already taken out so more xenomorphs could come out and then we get uh a nice little scene where the the scientists that were let go they are joining forces with hicks they're telling him that they're cloning the xenomorph hicks now he realizes yeah stuff's got to take action we got to take care of this we got to get rid of this you people don't they these, these scientists they realize that this is a uh, an entity that it isn't probably good for the universe where Hicks goes, you guys are just speculating. I've seen them in action, and yes, they are not. They are a weapon of mass destruction. We need to take them out at any means necessary. And then we see the one CEO who uh, was kind of letting all the scientists go, just going, "This is we're, we're going to make millions and millions of dollars off of these these uh, weapons." Uh, we see him in the shower. Allah, it was it, it gave me huge callbacks to Alien Covenant. He's in the shower, he's scrubbing down, and all of a sudden we see the shadow of the xenomorph. He turns around, tail through the spine. He's getting taken apart. Um, to be continued. Part four next. Mm. So there's a lot of stuff in this that I read this before I saw Alien Covenant. And there's a lot of stuff in this that it seems that they repurposed for Alien Covenant, even Prometheus. There is a scene too. I'm sorry I skipped over it where uh, when the vials burst and these eggs that they have um, cloned right. break out, there's a spot where one of the eggs pops open and you see spores come out, which reminded me a lot of Prometheus. That's true, when they found that like cave yes, thing. Yes, yes. so I, I'm wondering if that's going to play in later down the line. You'll have to stay tuned. Ooh. So it's kind of cool that, that uh, the, even though this screenplay wasn't used, you can tell that they went back to it and they used it in other movies. Right. Which is, uh, it's cool to make that connection. Like I said, so certain, 
certain movie books and uh, they're just so just so wacky and just yeah. out of place and, yeah. and and the fact that yes this is like source material for some scenes and stuff i think it's really cool that they i think it's neat too because like a lot of stuff like i mean this was never used this isn't canon whereas a lot of times they try to tie in like all oh, these dark horse comics they're part of the lore right, right this is something that wasn't used so to go back and look at it and go okay they're taking stuff that they didn't use and they used it later many years later which is it's pretty neat but used regardless yeah it's yeah. cool you could pinpoint that very good very good uh, uh, what do you got? Is it five parts? Five parts. Five parts. So there's two more parts left. Perfect. I'm excited for the ending of that. Um, Craig, go ahead. Hi. Hi. Okay, cool. I went kind of back to the basics, but um, Matt and I had been talking about how we have never covered like a Hulk story really on here. So I didn't cover a Hulk comic, but I covered Fantastic Four 12 and 13. Um which like is the old 12 and 13 or like a newer 12 and 13? from 2018's run, which is probably one of my favorite um, comics I've read in the last few years, just straight out of like a Marvel book. My, my favorite, like, you know, typical Marvel or DC comic I've read in the last few years uh, because I've tended to steer away from them in the last little bit of time, finding weird stuff more um, fits me. But anyway, so 12 and 13 is following immediately after um, Ben Grimm and Alicia have finally gotten married and they're about to go on their honeymoon. Uh, and it starts off with uh, Ben and Reed are getting together and basically Reed is telling him um, that right at this time, you'll become human again for that short amount of time that you always do uh, just in time for your honeymoon. And Ben makes, you know, the typical joke you would expect. <laughs> um, and they take the, fantastic car and they go off onto their vacation um and the two of them are kind of getting ready in the the bungalow on this beach and you see a man grab his phone after he checks in the room and says you want to know when he arrived well he's here uh and then that's it and it cuts to this really awesome uh scene of you just see like the ripples in the water like classic godzilla jaws and a boat gets taken out and all these people are on the ground or in the water and they're like, what the heck is that? And you still don't know. Um, and it goes back to Reed and or Reed. Grim and Alicia are walking on the beach together. Um, and she gets down and gives him like a very special ring that actually fits his hand. Um, and as they are on their knees sharing this moment, all of a sudden the water continues to ripple and everyone screams that there's an earthquake and the Hulk lands on the ground with bright red eyes and says, fight me thing. Um, and they said that it, that's the Hulk and what's going to happen. And re, or Ben realizes he only has a minute or an hour and 30 seconds to beat the Hulk a minute and 30 <laughs> seconds before he turns into a human. Uh, and you hear the Hulk talking uh, and realize that it's actually Alicia's father, the puppet master, controlling the Hulk. And he is going to kill Ben using the Hulk. Uh, and then the issue cuts. Oh. Goes to the good, next issue. That's good stuff. That is good. A nice little backstory. That's a good cliffhanger, yeah, that too. That is good. Yeah. yeah. And then 13 is the, the fight. And it is so cool. Uh, just it's a knockout, drag out. There's not a ton of dialogue. Uh, is a ton of panels of just them punching to the 
the point where like Ben's face actually breaks and you can see like some flesh underneath the rock. Um, That was the first time they ever did that where you found out what was under that rock. Oh, yeah, so I, I never, I never so imagined cool. or never thought about that, how that all worked. I, I just, you know, and, and to kind of hear that, that's, that's scary. That's, it's, 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 it's kind of cool. It's theory, really but, cool. It's really yeah. cool. Um, when you're done, Greg, I got, I got just a, a nice little story about these two issues. Ooh. Sweet. Yeah. So they keep, they keep battling back and forth and Alicia uh, actually gets trapped with a bunch of tourists um, under a landslide that the two have created. Um, and Ben is actually trying to talk to the Hulk and tell him like, if you're in there, like stop. Like, uh, and this is the immortal Hulk who is much more villainous Hulk in the comics. He's much more taken as a monster. Um, so he says, there's one problem. I'm the Hulk and I love smashing things. So he's totally fine with being under the control of the puppet puppet master because he just wants to fight anyway. He just wants to destroy and break everything right now. Uh, and again, it's just, it's a, such a great knockout drag out comic. Uh, if you just want to read for like a good fight, so good. And just all of the artwork of Ben getting broken down a little by little um, is just super cool to watch. And you can see the Hulk like spilling blood and it ends with this awesome, like Ben has one second and he has, he has to put everything he has into one last punch and he punches the Hulk so hard that he actually shatters his own arm Oh, uh, and yep. knocks the Hulk out. And you watch like the, it's, you can see like the rock breaking off his arm and all the flesh uh, and it blows up the puppet masters um, puppet of the Hulk. And he actually knocks the Hulk right out. And he wins the fight and then turns into a human completely battered and beaten. Wow. Um, and kind of wastes his honeymoon, knocked out, and then wakes up with this like cast on his arm because he actually destroyed his rocky epidermis, which just sounds awful. <laughs> what do you mean he wasted his dirty, honeymoon? But... What what did he have planned to do that <laughs> night? I don't know. I, mean... I think they were gonna do some shuffleboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, shuffleboard or fight the Hulk. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's that's fun because honestly you hear a lot of these stories and, and like uh, I I've seen and read and you know Hulk versus thing yeah all the time and nine times out of ten it's really the Hulk just beating the crap yeah. out of the thing things kind of you know he, he's kind of like a a, a rag doll for the Hulk and it's that's like a cool like emotionally invested story oh, I so like the good. way you describe you know you, you kind of broke it down like oh with one second left he hits him and and this and that which is which is really really cool. Um, and nope. I think my favorite part of these comics is the Immortal Hulk clip where you kind of get to see him. Afterwards, he goes back to the puppet master and breaks all of his fingers. And he says, like, that's everything to me without them. How I ever sculpt again. And the Hulk actually says, who said I'm going to stop there? And you just hear breaking. And that's where the comic ends. Mm. And you yeah. get, like, Hulk is a monster. Literally, like, a, a, a disgusting monster more than ever. Right. I so like cool. it. I like so, it. I mean, uh, the, the cool thing about those two books was my father grew up in the, the age in the 60s with these comics. And the thing was always his favorite character. And my dad's always had a thing for the thing versus the Hulk. Who's going to win? And he's read yeah. numerous books about the Hulk just destroying poor Ben Grimm. Yeah. And 
I think, I mean, the thing has always been probably in my top five comic book characters. So underrated. Just because of my dad. So underrated. But, yeah. uh, but after, I mean, that's how it started. But then after that, I'm like, this character is awesome. I bought yeah. those two books for my father. And I gave them to my dad. Aww. And it was the first time he read a comic book in probably 30, maybe 40 years. And to see him, this grown man in his 60s, reading those books. And I, he read them before I did. I just knew it was yeah. Hulk versus Thing. That's yeah. all I knew. I didn't know anything else. And I remember like watching him and reading it and watching him read it. And the fact that when the thing's face got messed up, I, I, I remember him go, Whoa, like he, there was a visceral reaction. <laughs> That's so cool. And when the thing won, my dad was so happy and he still has those two books and he still keeps them. And those like, that was just super, such a cool thing to do. Um, yeah. And that's a great story. Yeah. That's I why as soon that. as you started talking about, it, I'm like, I, I don't want to take your thunder, but when you're done, I got to tell this story because it's like comics speak to everyone. They do of all generations of all sure. ages, all races, all ethnicities, all backgrounds. They speak to everyone. Oh, sure. I love this current run of fantastic four too. I'm a big fantastic four fan for whatever reason, especially as I've gotten older and this, this current run, I was skeptical, skeptical because they've been gone for so long. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, oh, I, I'm just going to put them back on the board because they want people to go see the movie when it comes out. But I actually, I love it. I think they're doing it such justice. Um, and it, it doesn't feel like a, here's our new take on the fantastic four. It feels like a continuation of what it's been. Yeah. I feel like they, they were like, sorry guys, we kept them on the sidelines for so long, but it's it's almost fan service. They made them. They made them. Like they made them really yeah. interesting again. Because I, I don't like. I defend the Fantastic Four all the time to a lot of people. That, that was my one of my early like favorites. Like I, I gravitated towards the thing in Johnny Storm. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably yeah. probably before or around the same time that I did Spider Man and the X Men because the cartoons and just yeah yeah exactly. You know, I, and I tell the story all the time. I had the the, the PS one game and, and that was a big bonding thing. It was me, my dad, my cousin Nico, my uncle, um, all just gathering bust out the old PlayStation one multi-tap and we'd all sit and play that game. So it holds a special place in my heart, but a lot of, you try to talk fantastic four people and they're just like, Oh, they're just so, they're so beta. They're just like, they the, feel like they're dated. They're, they're not. They, yeah. Cause their abilities, no. their abilities they're are, uh, you know, they were revolutionary in the sixties, but yeah. uh, you know, there are some aspects where they can go, you know, above and beyond for what we've been when brought up to be or brought up to know about their powers. But, uh, but they're they're fun in the classical sense. Yeah, and you know the movies just haven't been treated right. I think that gives a lot of, that gives them a bad stigma. I don't hate the the O five movie. I don't yeah. hate it. That 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 came out the year after the Incredibles. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yes. And that did. I'm sorry, the Incredibles is great, but it took all the Fantastic Four thunder. And the right Watchmen came out in 05 too. Yeah. And I'm sorry, The Incredibles is just a Watchmen mixed with Fantastic Four. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. For sure. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think, I think this cool. current run, though, shows people that they can stand with, you know, uh, the current comics. And it, they were just definitely like a love letter, like a lot of pop culture. In the first issue when Fantastic Four returns, 
or second issue, Johnny is flying a plane singing Don Shane straight out of Ferris Bueller. So <laughs> they knew the crowd that they were, they were like uh, uh, attending to. They knew the kind of people that were going to read these comics. The Wedding um, Spectacular has so many good stories. It brings Ben back to the wrestling league. So I, I think this is a really cool run. I think it's definitely something to pick up if you're a Fantastic Four fan and have never um, gotten back into this 2018 run. I think it's like 20 issues deep. It's, it's this and Venom are like my two favorite Marvel properties right now. Um, I think they're doing a great job with both of them. And they, they feel like they're giving a lot of service to the fans that like those comics to begin with. Right. Didn't you, was it you or Gallo that read the first one when it came back out? Me? When you, oh, when hundred I bought it right away. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, that was that was that was fun because it was it was it was it was pretty exciting. Everybody was pretty hyped, and you know the return of the Fantastic Four. So I, I'm good. I hope I, I hope this train keeps rolling. You know what I mean? I just I just, I really hope it does. Um, so yeah, he's uh, yeah. I'm excited for the Fantastic Four's future. I'm glad they're being bring, being brought back to the forefront um, yeah. with everything. So very good. All right. I guess it's my turn. I'm super pumped for this, by the you way. You've seen it? Oh, I did. Okay. And, and I literally spent my entire day. Today was Arts Day with my daughters. And I spent the day, you know those little beads where you put them on a... On a on yeah, a, I got a few of those. Yeah. Like the, the little glue beads. glue them together. Yep. Yeah. You yeah, iron them. And they... Yeah. I, okay. I did Super Mario and a Goomba today. Did you? I did. That's awesome. That's... For my, my middle daughter loves Mario. She's going to be Princess Peach for Halloween. Oh, really? That's super oh, cool. Oh, that's cute. So is Matt. I totally took your bubble. Now <laughs> everybody totally knows did. what you're reading. <laughs> I know. You spoiler. <laughs> you spoiler. Uh, yeah. So I decided to read Super Mario Brothers. And honestly, guys, uh, I didn't know Super Mario Bros. had a comic book. Yeah. Uh, but the fun thing that I learned about this, this is Super Mario Adventures. And the story behind this is, I got to scroll to the bottom. This was actually, these are 12 book, twelve or 13 stories that were published in Nintendo Power. I didn't know this. I thought oh, they were actually separately released, but, but these were released with Nintendo Power magazines, all right? They ran, uh, the magazine, or this series of comics ran from January of... Uh, 1992 to December of 1992. So they ran straight through and then they did a final episode uh, in January of 1993. And that was, that was it for it. But these, I mean, this, Will, you're looking at this right now. I artwork's mean, great. I, I mean, it's artwork, so cartoony. Yeah. So cool. It's, it feels, it just feels right for that era. Like the coloring, uh, the, 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 the way that they look, it's very, very goofy. And I, 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 I mean, I'll see certain things in comic books. I'm just like, eh. you know, it's supposed to be funny, and I just I don't laugh. But I was actually reading through this, and it brought a little bit of a joy, a joy to my heart. Um, there were some instances where, where I was just straight up laughing. It was, it was just, it was funny. It wasn't like forced. It was natural. You know, I like I did Sonic the Hedgehog. Did, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. And there were some funny moments in there, but it's like. Oh, these feel forced. I We're, can't not read this and and have Captain Lou Albano. Yes. Just his yes. voice in the back of my head every time I read a Mario <laughs> quote. Oh, it's so it's so good. This and it's it's. I invite you all to find it. Uh, but here we go. Let's get this thing started. So, like I said, these were released at the uh, the at the in Nintendo Power from '92 to night uh, beginning of '92 to the end of '92. Uh, but it starts off where the, you know the the Mario and Luigi they're like they're they're like rhyming and stuff. It's kind of fun. They're like singing along, and you're like, yeah, I'm okay. This I'm into this. 
We are the Mushroom Kingdom's plumbers extraordinaire, the Super Mario Brothers. What a pair. Do you have problems with your pipes? Is your water running right? Are all the fittings screwed down tight? If they aren't, don't despair. The Super Plumbers will be there. And there's no pipe we can't repair. Uh, and it's cool. They get called in. They're going to Princess Peach's castle. And, to- and little, little Toad, he's so adorable in this. Uh, <laughs> he's, showing, he's like, oh, you know, we, we got to fix these pipes. Princess Peach is doing a, a, a party tonight. And we got to fix the plumbing. There's just a bunch of... Just a bunch of pipes leaking water. Just they don't appear out. to know what they're doing at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's not a good. It's not a good look for the uh, for the Mario Bros. I don't even see an Allen wrench. <laughs> <laughs> they're literally just putting stuff together and like not like they're not tightening it. It's just it's 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 a little rough. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Luigi like gets trapped in the pipes. That's how many pipes are. He's he's fixing them and he gets trapped in the pipes. And while they're fixing it, a giant green pipe comes up through the ground. And it's not only just one, more come up. Mario goes to look down at one of those little flower. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, they, they bite his nose. And, I mean, just these, these, like some of the facial expressions just really. I love that one, up. that one cell where he's just like straight up. It's like, it's super realistic. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's, this is very, that's like very anime. Like I read that with yeah. like a Japanese. The, oh no, it's. Pipe it on it. It reminds me like uh, the, the 2012 Turtles cartoon series, like super heavily anime. Anytime like Donatello would look at April, he'd have hearts for eyes. Yeah, and, like that that type of stuff is so cool. This is actually pretty creepy. That Piperama panel. It's I'm gonna so good. I'm gonna screenshot that. Yeah, that, that's phone. that's things are nightmares. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, a bunch of pipes come up and they flip to. Uh, you know, Princess Peach is part. I mean, this is a long read, too. I want to keep in mind. I love long reads when it comes to comic books. I'll try and keep this as simple as possible. But Toad's flipping out about all the pipes, and all of a sudden, uh, all, uh, <laughs> Do you have a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> all of a, all the little Goombas and the, and yeah, they all just come out of the ground, the little gopher thing. Now read the cat anymore. <laughs> Kablooey! Kablooey! <laughs> so good. It is really good. It is really good. I guess it, oh, it's so much fun, but... Why does, going, he have, why does Toad have a mustache? I don't yeah, know. He's business. <laughs> How is it supposed to get business done if you don't have a mustache? Right? It's when business gets done. <laughs> but anyways, they're fighting back. It's fun. Bowser comes out and he Ta-da! starts... Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! Ta-da! The, the, awesome. the, the sound effects things are great. Oh, he, they really are. He it starts me like Batman 62. Yes. Or 66. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but Sport. Bowser- <laughs> Sport. Sport. Punt. Sprung. Oh, but he's yeah. Patooey. Patooey. All the good sound effects. All the good sound effects. Wolfie? He starts singing. He starts singing too. So there's more like rhymes. I'm K-Man Koopa, and I'm here to say I'm a kind, kind king. I'm going to make your day. The K-Man has a big surprise, so listen up. Shrooms and peel your eyes. Mountain highs to valleys, uh, valleys low. K-Man Koopa is in control. I rule most all the land, you see, but that's still not enough for me. I want to rule this kingdom, too, and that's just what I plan to do. Thumbs up, K-Man. Here's to you. Cut, uh, and she, Princess Peach, is, she's yelling. She's like, oh, stop the rap. What's your scam? And he, he basically says, uh, if we want to live in harmony, you're going to have to marry me. He proposes, and she's, like, freaking out. She's like, no. And he's like, okay, I'm going to turn all your toad friends. You're going to rule a kingdom of stones because I'm going to turn them all, this, to, all the toads into stone. And 
They, they, they do. And it's cool. Do you see this one in the middle here? The, 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 the wah! Wah! it got turned into stone too. It's, <laughs> did you see it? Well, I I'm looking at this one uh, mushroom toadstool who's probably not, um, uh, <laughs> he's probably not on, he wouldn't be displayed that way in current times. As soon as Mario gets turned to stone. Oh, where is it? Oh, the guy with the, oh. yeah, he's, he's not, that's a, Stereo. That's like uh, Aristocats oh, yeah. when they're singing <laughs> yeah. with Scat Cat. That's what that is. It's oh it's, yeah, it's intense. It's early nineties. Uh, Swish. Ninety three. Oh, oh, man. Early, oh, here's. I could just keep going with this. Oh, you could. I like what they did with this book is that they took a lot of the elements from those first three Super Mario games and World. There's a lot of characters and, and, and moments and, and things like that. But anyway, so Mario's turned to stone. He gets the rub. He gets the rub see down. Him now? You see yeah. him now, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> He's in stone. He gets the rub down. They call uh, the Minister of Massage as this little toad dude who's, uh, yeah, he, he rubs him down for a week. And <laughs> he gets a massage for a week. Or one week later, Mario comes out and he's all better. <laughs> Uh, and they go after. They go after. They chase Koopa. They they meet Yoshi, which is some really cool instances in that. Um, oh, the centipede. Yeah, the little I'm centipede. I'm skipping ahead. I can't, I know. I can't stop myself. I, it's hard not to. I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible. Um, but, yeah, so yeah, Yoshi eats the centipede thing and saves them. Uh, they go – they meet this guy. Uh, what's his name? Friendly Floyd. And this is my, probably my favorite part of the, the entire chain of stories. I actually screenshotted it and posted it on Facebook. He sent, uh, he, uh, he sold Mario Acme's Yoshi language learner and <laughs> that is so for cool. 3000 coins. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, Oh, did I say 3000? Make that 10 coins since you are friends of Yoshi. And they, <laughs> he goes, I got to run. Don't take any wooden coins. He, he, and then Mario goes, let's get started. And Luigi's like, first look up how, to ask about finding a princess. Good idea. Let's see. Yoshi language level one. And they're showing. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, like, oh, hello. But in Yoshi language, it's just Yoshi. <laughs> and how are you? <laughs> and then they go over and they show. It's just you know, the Yoshi saying just Yoshi. And, there was, you know, fine. Thank you. Another phrase. And it's just saying Yoshi. And Mar they're both livid. They're like, wait till I get my hands on that Floyd. So it's basically, yeah, it was. He, he carnied them. He carried them good, but uh, oh, let's see. How can I skip ahead? It's oh, it's so so well so done. much. There is there, there is a lot to this thing. Um, Peach finally agrees to marry him, but it only you know there's a trick to it. Mario and Luigi go to make the save. They catch a bullet, the the bullet thing, and they was it bullet Bob? Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. Bullet Bill. Bullet, Bullet Bob. Bullet. I think my wife uses that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the neutral bullet uh <laughs> anyways uh we're, so mario gets captured by them luigi and and whatever they're leading attack with all the yoshi like it, a little bit further down but um, i'm digging the fact that luigi and princess peach swip war switch wardrobes here isn't it cool <laughs> <there> too <laughs> it, isn't it cool? i thought princess peach had a mustache for a second i'm like no they just switch wardrobes they, they switch wardrobes and the old switcheroo <laughs> fools the bad guys every time <laughs> and, and they basically make an attack i mean just scrolling down they're throwing bombs at all the, the little the the you know the all the the children of bowser i forget all their names but in all and all the little goombas and stuff uh it's a just a full-on attack it's it's pretty cool 
They end up breaking out Mario. They, they try to escape. They try to escape, uh, but they realize that the, the pipe that brought them there is in the clouds, and they don't know how to get to it. Uh, so this is this is only like the halfway point to this book. There is so Luigi that would fails, man. He keeps favorite. popping in, <laughs> and he keeps he keeps selling them stuff that they don't need. The salesman he keeps popping in every now and again. He's I don't know who's worse, him or the the merchant from Resident Evil Four. Got something oh, that might interest tell you, man. Stranger, and that's how he that's how he comes off like. But uh, they anyways they try to fly out and they can't. Yoshi just sputters and they land in front of oh. The haunted mansion. So they're bringing Boo into this, and Doctor, uh, excuse me, Mario dresses up like Doctor Mario and gives King Boo a therapy session and helps them escape the little ghost. Like they hit every and single. Luigi's hour. a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, Bowser's still planning on doing the the whole wedding thing. He's having a bunch of Yoshi's carry the cake. And uh, let's see. They leave one fight. They will lead another charge on the castle. This time, more Yoshi's, and and they just kind of they, they spoil the wedding. It's 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 a lot of fun. At the very end, like, and I invite you all because there's so many more details. I, I can't go through them all because we don't just don't have that kind of time. But I invite you all to go find it. It is free online. But the what I did like was the last chapter. I'm not sure when uh, Wario Wario debuted. But they reference him. It's Mario versus Wario, and he gets a letter, and there it, it's it's Wario talking about all the trouble they used to get in the school days, and and playing and, and cowboys and stuff, and this and that, and it's all an elaborate trap from Wario, to uh, to kind of get him and stick it stick it to Mario for all the it wasn't actually trouble. It was just Mario being, you know, oh, cowboy. Yeah, we got to play cowboys and Indians or whatever, and and but Mario's the cowboy every time, so. They, they win. That's kind of messed up now that I say that out loud. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyway. Times have changed. Anyway, yeah, they go back. Who's and, that witch? Who's this witch yeah, character? I, don't know. I feel like I've seen her before. But this octopus thing looks familiar. I think he's in some of the War- the Wario games. Is that the octopus that got cut from the Goonies? <laughs> it very well may be. It the, very well the, may be. Short and, round, I thought, put an end to that guy. <laughs> The uh, thing you were talking about, the stereotype earlier was totally like a low pan, like caricature. Not, oh man, that's hilarious. That's a good comic. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It, I, I loved it all from top to bottom. It's, it's a shame it only ran like 12 comic episodes, as they called them, but. That's cool that it was in Nintendo Power, though. As soon yeah. as you said Nintendo Power, oh, such a blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, it really, it honestly really was. Um, it, it was, it was, I see Nintendo power books all the time. And I'm like, Oh, should I buy this? They saw them at Niagara Emporium. We saw, we've seen them. Yes. We last did. time we went and I was like, Oh, should I buy these? I'm kind of interested. Um, cause the Nintendo power was cool. I had say, uh, I had the original Nintendo and super Nintendo growing up, but I, then I became a, a Sony guy once PlayStation came. So I didn't get to read Nintendo power. I was asked my parents, Hey, can I get it? I just want to get it. It looks cool. PlayStation really didn't have a magazine. I just remember kids while. like in grade school, they would bring it in and like there was just a congregation around the magazine. Just yeah. To see the you were the center of attention. It was oh like, yeah. You were the popular kid. It was like bringing in like, like mad, mad magazine or whatever. Like the, the, you, you mm-hmm. were, yeah. People but with less it. threat that the teacher would take. Yes. Away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Much less threat. 
but I highly recommend. There's actually a bunch of other. There's a few, not a bunch. I'm sure they did a lot. Like I could see them doing like Battle Toads or gosh, you know, whatever other oh, properties. Yeah. There's I'm quite sure a few other properties. As far as Super Mario Bros, there were a couple other um, comic runs they did in 1990. Yep. Where I, I scrolled through them really quick. It's like Bowser's like still green like he was in the old cartoon, and, and a lot of other properties. So. Um, Fun fact, this, that's not the first time I've seen Luigi cross-dress. Oh, no. No, in uh, the Super Mario Bros. show with Captain Lou Albano, they both mm-hmm. dress in, in dresses to try to fool some of the evil villains. I've seen it a couple times on Netflix. <laughs> Go ahead and watch it. It's great. Just that's great amazing. stuff. Good for Luigi. My daughters just love Super Mario for some reason. It's weird how some old properties still resonate <sighs> with kids of this age. It's just crazy. They've done a good job of maintaining the popularity. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. they've yeah. done a really good job because they're always spitting out new content. Like, I don't know. I My current car got hacked this weekend. I was really mad because I was going to come home and buy. They just re-released Super Mario 3D All-Stars with Super Mario mm-hmm. 64, yep. Sunshine, and one of the other ones, Galaxy, I think. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, man, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. And then I can't. But uh, <laughs> So I got away. But they, they found good ways to stay relevant and stay fresh. And that's, yeah. that's always yeah. been Mario's strong point. Yeah, that is a book. That is my book. That's everybody's books. And that is a wrap on this episode, everybody. Yes, no. indeed. I know. I know. We did it. We did it. Great job, team. We did Anything it. Anything anybody want to add in closing? Uh, next week, we're going to have some special guests. We're excited to have our friends from Pandemony Toys are going to be joining us um, to talk about their comics and their toys and just – what got them into all of this. So we're excited to have them along for the ride. Very and then, good. of course, the following week is the kickoff of my favorite month of comics, and that's Spooktober, where it's going to be nothing but monsters. You're going to be right on time finishing up Aliens uh, at the first week be of Spooktober. Right so yep, I'm excited. Yep, yep. That'll be good. Perfect, perfect. All right, everybody. Well, I, I won't steal your catchphrase. I did it terribly last week. Until next time, re- remember, not every superhero wears capes. Some have podcasts. Oh, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. Right, we could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? So what's the play? Just, all right, just... Come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody. All right? Come on. On three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.